Hi, Kirby. Hi, Sarah. Welcome, Welcome to, to Los Angeles. Welcome, Glamgelinos. We hope you stay a while. Cute. That's cute. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sarah, I have to tell you, the struggle to match foundation is so real. And I know that we talk a lot about like prestige or even like mastige price points when it comes to foundations and stuff like that. But let me tell you, mm-hmm. I feel like there's good reason. And I hate the whole, you know, you know, we never advocate that like more expensive is better here. Okay. But there is so much drama around trying to pick out a drugstore foundation. Like it is legitimately so difficult. I do not know how we did it before we could actually test stuff. We would open pack like open the products and then try it out and then yeah. put it back on the shelf. At least that's what like yeah. my friends and, and I, I so I went to Pittsburgh with Patrick for the fourth weekend. Um Patrick's birthday is the month of July. He's turning 40. So we wanted to be able to celebrate with his family. Yay, Patrick. So we went home to Pittsburgh and celebrated with, you know, his huge extended family. And I realized well, I was patting myself on the back because I took a carry-on. And I never take a carry-on. I always check my bag because I want to have all of my beauty products. But I was like, you know what? I was super proud of you. Thank you. But I was just like, I don't want to risk it. Delta was already like, hey, if you bump your flight up a day, we won't charge you a change fee, which worked out in our favor because we were like, we really do want to leave on Thursday and not on Friday. But when we tried to change it three weeks ago, it was going to be over $1,000. So we were like, yeah, yeah, it was insane. But then they were like, oh, crap, everybody's traveling July 1st through the 4th. So let's see if we can kind of remedy the situation. And I got an email last week from Delta going, if you change your flight to any time like this week before the 1st and like any time next week, we will honor your same price. We will not charge you any change fees. So we're like, we're doing this. So we bump it up to Thursday. And knowing that it was going to be chaos, like – the Delta pilots were like about to go on strike. Like when we pulled up to the airport, all of them were like lined outside holding these signs. And I, I was like, I support your mission, but I literally have to get on this flight. I can't not get on this flight. I'm sorry, Delta pilots. Is that why there have been so many delays? Is because everyone's on strike? Well, it's not on. They're not on strike. It's because they are understaffed. They are. They do not have enough people working. So flights Got are it. getting canceled. Flights are getting. Uh, delayed and the cancellations are a result of like these pilots and attendants are being overworked they're like we can't keep working so let's support our fellow pilots and uh, flight attendants whatever they want they should get like this is insane but also that's why you need to have a little bit of grace when you fly these days because there was that article that i read recently that was like rude behavior has like hit an all-time high uh, on flights i should say sorry And I was like, that is so true. Like people like truly become their worst selves 
on flights. They also become almost brain dead because yesterday on our flight home, we I told the story on Instagram stories. So if you've heard it, (laughs) (laughs) buckle back in. But Patrick left his iPad on the first flight because there's no direct flight to Pittsburgh from LA. So we always have to fly into like Atlanta or Detroit or Minneapolis. So from Pittsburgh to Atlanta, Patrick had his iPad out because we got upgraded to first class and we were in the first seat. And he was like, oh, we, we're not going to have TV, so I need to make – because it's, like, probably an older plane. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have my iPad out so I can watch TV. Well, lo and behold, this was a new airplane. So he put his little iPad in the storage thing in front. And I said, do not forget your iPad. As we're on a tram going to our second flight, I look at him and I go, did you get your iPad? And he's like, F, no, I didn't. So we start the trek back Terminal T at the Atlanta airport – we're walking. Oh my god, that would stress me the f out. The Atlanta airport is so big. It was actually fine because we were only like two terminals past T. We were like in B, so I'm like, we're just gonna walk, and we had time, so I wasn't nervous. But Patrick obviously was very flustered. He had just bought this new iPad, so he's tall, guys. He's about a foot taller than me. I'm five four. And we're walking and his long legs are like getting ahead of me. So I'm like, I'm going to get on the moving sidewalk. So I get on the moving sidewalk. Everything's going great until we get to the end. And I'm noticing people are kind of just standing on the moving sidewalk, not getting off the sidewalk. And it's because some complete dumbass put a scooter, an electric scooter on the moving sidewalk. First of all, if you are in a motorized scooter, why are you getting, on, the getting on, yeah. on an electric yeah, it does not make sense whatsoever. Of course it got stuck. Sarah, when I tell you, it looked like human bowling pins. People were just like nice. falling all over the place. And, so, and, and it's you're like, like seeing it. You know when you see yeah. something inevitable? Yes, you see something inevitable. It's like the Toy Story scene where Woody and all the, yeah. like Toy Story 3, where all the, they're about to go in the incinerator and they're all holding hands. Like, okay, this is it. Like, that's how I felt. I'm like, oh my God. So I'm like running oh backwards my with my bag hitting people this girl like throws her shit over the side of the banister throws her luggage and herself and then she's like give me your bag so I'm just like like throwing my luggage to some stranger Patrick realizes what's going on because he wasn't on the the walkway and is like trying to help me he said it looked like American Gladiator like I was like moving along the banister like trying to get off the side Anyways, I could not stop laughing about this. It was like much needed levity to like the dramatic situation. He ended up getting his iPad back. This is a totally different tangent that I was originally on. How does that work, by the way? Because I've never forgotten something on the plane and it's like one of my worst fears. So did they just like the plane was still there, thankfully, and he was able to like they were still cleaning the plane and he went up to the the desk and he was like i left my ipad and literally before he finished his sentence they handed it to him but i he also said he thinks it was because we were in first class like he we've i've had situations where i've left stuff and they're like sorry you're gonna have to go through this and i'm like the plane is literally still here like it's in there somewhere like just give it to me got it okay long tangent even longer guys i had this carry-on and I I brought it because I didn't want to risk losing my luggage or getting delayed or going somewhere that I wasn't going to end up going, whatever. In the process of packing, which I thought I did well, I did not, I packed the wrong color foundations. So this leads me to a trek to Ulta Beauty in the Pittsburgh general area. And I go in and I'm like, okay, you know what? If I'm buying foundation, I'm not even going to do something that I like know is is going to match me. I want to try a new foundation. If I'm buying foundation, I'm not buying the same stuff. Yeah, right. So I no. bought a Maybelline and I bought 
a L'Oreal. My mom is obsessed with this L'Oreal Paradise BB cream. The packaging looks like it has water droplets on it. It's like they're not embossed, but what's the opposite of embossed where it's like lifted? Oh, it's like 3D packaging? Yeah, yeah. It's like like people are screaming okay. at us. But <laughs> anyways, it's like it feels like like water droplets on the thing. Okay, got it. Got it. Oh, I see what you're saying. I, yeah, I got this the shade two because I'm like, shade one's going to be way too fair. I'm going to look like a ghost. I get shade two. Then I'm with the Maybelline one. It's like a glow, like a glowy type of foundation. They only had like four or five shades. I'm like, okay, again, shade two. I just want it to match and I don't want to look like I'm walking around with chalk on my face. So excited to get home and try them. Y'all, they were complete. Like shade two is different for every single brand it's wild I was like the L'Oreal Paradise one literally was like an orange like maybe if I was tan it would have looked good but it just it gave it was like oxidized it was orange and then the the glow one was too cool toned like I looked like a corpse like dead like I had jaundice (laughs) it was not it was not good there were there was no opportunity to swatch there was literally no opportunity to swatch, but I will give Ulta Beauty credit for this. I returned them. I I used, yes. I, I looked at home. They didn't work for me. I brought them back and returned them and it was fine. Now, I'm bound and determined to find my right shade in these particular products because I thought that on the skin, they looked great. They looked good. Minus. Color-wise was not a great match. Not happening. <laughs> but I'm just like... <laughs> This is insane. So I understand why there's like this whole, you know, talk about the better foundations or the, you know, the higher price points, but that's because they have the opportunity to swatch in the store. You know what I mean? Pre-pandemic, we were allowed to swatch. Well, maybe not. I guess not at drugstore. You can't. No, you could. That's the whole point. You You can't can't swatch at drugstore. I love having the hybrid of the you know, drugstore and then the Mastige and Prestige at Ulta, right, right? Right, But even then, even when we, – we still have an issue, guys, with fine with color matching. Like, it is still a rampant problem. Like, I know that we all thought Fenty, like, changed the game and, like, they did. But we are still – like, everybody is still having a problem color matching. I know. And they, you would think that with all of the amazing technology that we have developed over the years for color matching, where now they have all of the AI where you can, you know, snap your photo and, like, do all those things, they would have that available at the stores so that you could, you know, essentially just have your photo taken and then be like, here are the, you know, right foundation shades for you and whichever. Obviously, that's like... Doesn't Sephora do that? Complicated and expensive. They must. And like, you know, like, um, who does it like Lancome does that like they have the tool the skin ID and you know that beautiful foundation that they have where you can get it at like a Nordstrom yeah but yeah they definitely need that at a drugstore because it also is such a waste of product and then what do they do when you return that they can't sell it it's like I never judge someone for having like an orange line on their jawline from their neck because it is so hard (laughs) to find a shade that matches like And I think obviously like melanated men and women have been like dealing with this way longer than us. And like, they're the ones that like (laughs) have been saying stuff like, and I say us, meaning me, um, us as as white people. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But like, you know what I mean? But even white people like are having trouble finding the right shade. 
It is insane. The nuance to the skin. Yeah, the undertones. The undertones, I man. Mean... It's so important. It's like, that's why when you do find that perfect match and you're like, this product is $48 F, but you're like, you know what? I will save my coin to buy this anyways. Because I trust it. It's going to look good. It's going to blend in well. Yeah. It was like, it, it really was just wild. I was like, we've got to figure out this situation. That's why all of us in high school are photos. With the like matte mousse or whatever, like yes. just like a giant line of red. Line right here because we forgot to blend all the way down and also could not find our perfect color. Ugh, let's figure it out, everyone. Let's please, if y'all have some kind of trick to the trade, I mean, I'll be, I will be honest, like I love buying beauty products still, but like I, I rarely buy foundations these days. So like maybe y'all know the the realty on like matching for these affordable because like I want to yeah, want I or, want to use these products the Maybelline glow product that I was using I was like I, I would love this if it was like not making me look like I had maybe, a liver issue yeah are people still are people buying two shades and mixing their own I feel like that I mean I still do that sometimes I still do that like with my high-end products like, yeah love them yeah. but I'm especially still... for you know different seasons of course but yeah, if you're just, you know, wanting to spend $20 on a foundation, you want to buy two, like yeah, you totally. usually will just buy one. Yeah. All it's right. Wild. We need we need to figure it out. Okay, let's do some wipes. Wipe it up. Let's wipe it up. Woo! We're going to wipe it up. <laughs> Y'all, I almost banned Sarah from talking about this next product. I didn't. I, I, I would I, never ban her from doing anything, but I literally I was like, Sarah. I pleaded. I said, Sarah, I'm banning you. And then she said, Kirby, that's not fair. And I said, you know what? You're right. I cannot dictate what you want to talk about on this podcast. This is your podcast. You can talk about whatever you damn well please. And I actually have lots of questions. So please kick things off with this first product, Sarah Tan. I feel like it's been a while since I've talked about a new Chanel launch, but maybe it hasn't. But it feels like it has. Admittedly, I feel like I haven't been using a lot of their products recently just because there's been so much other newness that I've been excited about but this you know was sent to me and I honestly didn't know what to think of it because there wasn't maybe there was a press release attached to it and I just didn't read it so it is the new Le Beige um, Water Fresh Complexion Touch or in French it's Touche Détente so to me, they had this whole big event, big press trip to Sardinia with all these makeup artists and influencers, and I was watching all of them use it. And I just honestly thought it was a new formulation of the Le Beige, um, what is the correct name for it? The Le Beige Water Fresh Tint Foundation that Kirby loves, and I have yet to find my own perfect shade in it so I actually don't use it um what oh I forgot okay yeah okay. I yep. again with the shades it's hard you know it is like so hard. I need to go go into a store and get matched yes. um so I was like oh it must just be a new reformulation and they're just like doing this big trip around it well you even said that to me you were yeah. like oh you should like call in the new labages and I was like what are you talking about because I still have I still have one that I right. love and use yeah right so it's different. It's a whole new product. So whereas the water tint foundation is a like foundation, this is a complexion touch product, meaning it is like a 
concealer. It is a hybrid concealer foundation. I have been using it because again, I had no idea as a foundation. And I was like, oh, this is like, oh, it's not a lot of coverage, but it's definitely a lot more coverage than the water tint foundation. Um, and I was like, oh, that's actually, it's actually really nice. But then I like dove into it a little bit more and it is a found, a found sealer. Which, found sealer. Yeah. Okay. We've heard yes. that coverage, or we've heard that term a before. Sealed, a sealdation found sealer yes, moment. Yes, okay. whatever you want to call it. So it's medium coverage, um, and they suggest that you use it, you know, as you would have found, uh, or as you would a concealer sort of in the areas where you, you know, want to conceal. So maybe under your eyes, around your nose. Um, again, I had no idea, and I was using it all over my face, and I, I really liked it. It wasn't like a thick concealer um it still has that you know natural looking finish that you would get with the water tint foundation but um just a little bit more coverage because you've obviously you love the, that product that's like a very light coverage it's super light it's not like i find i have to apply more in certain areas to like get the coverage i need but i do love the way it makes my skin finish look yes yes exactly so i feel it's like, like I, not this would be we Okay. But it still like gives it more of like, it, it looks like your skin, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. So this one is like that, just more coverage. Um, I am shade B30. I do think that if you know your shade in the other one, then this is probably like, it'll be easy for you um, to find the right shade. Kirby, it also comes with that cute little brush. Yes, because like it's important that you apply it properly. Yes. Because there's the beads of the, the coverage. Exactly. That you have to pop, essentially. Exactly. So it's those little micro droplet pigments um, that now, you know, we know Rose Ink has a product that's similar where you have to blend it incorrectly. Yes. You can't just, like, slap it on and wipe yeah. around. You have to actually... Blend it in. Yes. I do... Um, you know, you're supposed to use it obviously with the brush. I found that it was okay to, to uh, apply it with your fingers as well, but you really have to sort of just like blend it in like you would skincare. Okay. Um, but yeah, I really like it. Have you tried the rose ink? So I have tried the rose ink. Again, heart, I, I did not find the right sh shade for myself, um, but that was definitely more similar to the water tint foundation. Okay, so like lightweight... So like maybe if you're wanting to try this particular technology, technology, yeah. so to speak, go with rose ink because I'm just assuming rose ink is probably cheaper than the Chanel option and see if you even like it. Like if you can't figure out the blending process with that or like you feel like maybe it's too lightweight, maybe this isn't the product for you. That's a thing. It It's not even though that this um, found sealer is more coverage, it's still like a light to medium. So, okay. you know, and I'm sure it is buildable. I don't know that I would, if you're looking for full coverage, this is not for you. Like, no. I think that this is great for summer. Um, I think that similar to the water tint foundation, like great again, if you just want to like throw it on and have your skin sort of breathe through um, or not breathe through because your skin's not breathing. Sh <laughs> uh, <laughs> your your skin showed through the, the, the product. Um, yes. But so yeah, so it's like, don't waste your money if you're the type of person that likes full coverage. However, I will say if you are looking for something that has a little more coverage, you should definitely try this Try this uh, Water Fresh Complexion Touch. The name is so funny. It's like so fancy. 
complexion touch. Yeah, it's $65 and it is 0. 0.7, 0. 0.7 fluid ounces. So it's tiny. It's the same price as the foundation. It's tiny, but you know, it uh, a little bit like goes a long way. So yeah, so $65, I definitely was uh, pleasantly surprised by the product, especially because I had no idea what it was and was using it incorrectly. And now I'm like, oh, that's what it is. I like it. <laughs> love when that happens okay Kirby what's what are you using right now okay so this is I'm just forewarning y'all it's a celebrity beauty brand but it's a different take on beauty Courtney Cox created a brand called Home Court let me tell y'all a story this brand is awesome I'm obsessed with it. I am living my full bougie Brentwood mom life with these products because I think that being at home the past couple of years we want our homes to be our sanctuary. We want to enjoy using them. Y'all know I am no stranger to recommending cleaning supplies on this podcast. Shout out Dawn Power Wash. Love Dawn Power Wash. Still use it. Respect to Dawn. Oh my God. Can we get like a Dawn Power Wash sponsorship and also the Zevo bug trap that I Instagram recently because yes. I've never had a I need that. more engaged conversations with people. I need, I, I'm actually going to buy that because I need it so bad. So home court is what they are calling the beauty of home or home care. All of these products are meant to, you know, they're cleaning essentially, but also taking care of the parts of your body that clean, which are your hands. There's a beautiful hand cream. There's a beautiful surface cleanser, hand wash. There's dish soap. Uh, there's so many different beautiful options and they're fragranced like uh, uh, you're picking up Tom Ford. The packaging is gorgeous. Like usually when you're spraying down your kitchen counter, you want to hide the products that you're using. Yeah. It's not like cute. like put it away underneath the cabinet. These products are legitimately like I just have them sitting out on my desk. I'm obsessed. So there's, so, there's a, a few different fragrances. One is steeped rose. It's not the artificial rose smell. It smells like a legitimate, beautiful rose flower, which I love. There's uh, a mint flavor, which I enjoy. But my favorites are CC, which is what Courtney Cox said she smells like. Um, and then Neroli Leaf. Is that what they call her? Is that her nickname? I think they call her CC. Um, her daughter's Coco. CC is a mix of cedar wood and smoke. So mm. it has like more of like a masculine scent to me. Um, cardamom, cinnamon, and white leather. leather. Um, and it's like it says on the website, it's like it's our founder's signature. What I've really enjoyed about this particular product is that they really have thought a lot about, um, you know, what these products are being shipped in as well. So like the shipping boxes use 100% PCR paper. Um, they're printed with non-toxic ink and I think a reason why this brand really I think stands out to me and like really fills a, a niche that hasn't been popular in the past couple of years is because one of the founders is Nick's Ac Nick Axelrod who you guys may be familiar with because he co-founded Necessaire okay so 
anyways, I just I think Nick's brilliant and really, really like smart at targeting like what's going to be popular and has exquisite taste. His taste is like unparalleled. And I I went to an event at um, Jenny Kane home. It was at the Brentwood Country Mart. Courtney was there. I got to meet her. She was hilarious. And I feel like she's she was like joking that like she was typecast on friends because she is like a clean freak like she like she is monica like she wants things in order she wants things to be perfected and um i was like yeah i feel like you could have done like so many different things like this feels just like really on brand for you and she was like yeah i was like getting offered like hair deals and stuff she's like my hair is literally falling out and then she like showed me pictures of the hair that she loses like in her car at any given moment and i was like laughing i'm like I don't know you from Adam, but like you have instantly become my best friend by talking to me about your hair loss because it's such a common thing, right? And so she's like, I, I don't know what's going on. I'm like, babe, you're stressed. Like, let's be real. Yeah. You're stressed, Courtney. But anyways, I think they did an amazing job. I'm obsessed with Cece and then the Neroli, which my favorite product of all time is Neroli Portofino from Tom Ford. It literally smells like Tom Ford Neroli Portofino. I use this spray non-effing stop. And the last thing I want to highlight about it is not only is it beautiful, not only are you going to want to display it, not only does like the product actually work, but they seem to be really mindful of so many things like sustainability and giving back, um, highlighting uh, marginalized communities, partnering with with, uh, marginalized communities to create things like the tray that they're offering so you can display the product beautifully out on your countertop. And finally, the hand cream. I'm just telling y'all right now, I put this all over my body. You know when you touch someone, Sarah, and you're like, oh my God, your skin is so soft. Like if you touch somebody's arm, you're mm-hmm. like, why is your skin so soft? I have never been able to replicate that on myself. Like I love lotion and I lather up religiously and it gets the job done. I love Necessaire, obviously. I love um, soft services. I love Aveeno, Hydro, I, Neutrogena Hydro Boost. This hand cream, the Neroli Leaf hand cream, I was at the event and I put it, oh my God, just feeling my arm right now. It's so good. It is, it makes your skin so soft. Your hands feel incredible. Your arms feel incredible. It was great at maintaining my sunless tan on my legs, which is like the place that notoriously does not keep sunless tan. So I'm just saying they need to come out with jugs of this because I want it all over my body. Yeah, I feel like it's such a neglected product in like home care, you know, dish washing the dishes you obviously need to like follow up with uh some hand cream because your skin is so dry especially like your cuticles and everything and like the the hand soap for because i wash my hands all the time right yeah it is so thick and luxe oh i love it doesn't feel like it's stripping the crap and i'm washing my hands like seven eight times a day yeah especially like bringing quinn in and all that stuff it doesn't strip my hands and then i just do i have them displayed on my little trio plate and I do, you know, wash my hands, do my lotion, done. Ugh. And it smells so good. Like, it gets you excited to clean. It's like yeah. I said about the power wash. I was like, ex- I'm going to clean everything. Now I'm like, do I need a surface clean? Let's go. Let's do it. So I requested the Neroli one. I'm excited to, to try it. You're going to love the... You're going to love it. They literally sold out. So like she debuted, I believe, on the Ellen show a couple of months ago. And like literally they could not get it like like it was sold out so what is the price i'm assuming it's expensive so it 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 is like 
a prestige level of product. So if you wanted to get like, for instance, the CC Kitchen Trio, Mm -hmm. it's $65 for all three of those products. Um, If you want to order something individually, let's say you wanted to order the Neroli Hand Cream, it's $45. Okay. So it's better to bundle the hand, like the hand wash, $30. It makes the most sense to bundle. Like these are like $30 for a hand wash. You're like, ah. But also, how often are you buying hand wash? That's kind of like how I try to. The dish soap is like a. That's a little bit more of like. I feel like you have to have some money to be able to go through dish soap that that quickly. Yes, that's a splurge. It's like, do you really? If you're buying any of the trio, I would buy the surface cleaner, the hand cream, and um, okay. the hand wash. Those are like the three yeah. that I think are like most worth it. Cause like, it's like, do I really care about the dishes yeah. that much? Like it smells good. But if you want to be bougie, great hostess gift. Oh yeah. Great hostess gift. Oh yeah. That's, that's a good idea. Hopefully they uh, stock up before the holidays. Yeah. Courtney Cox, you really did it girl. Like home court. It's like I get ex- when I when I try a brand it like makes me excited like I love that. It just I I'm obsessed. Okay, it's news time, and I thought this was really interesting. People are getting reverse rhinoplasties, which I was kind of like, wait, what? And it kind of... So that their noses look like they did before the surgery? I believe so. So it says, why people are getting their nose jobs reversed? Now regretting their cookie cutter nose jobs, an increasing number of people are taking steps to reverse their rhinoplasty and return to the features they were born with. My new nose gives me a strong Roman nose. It looks like the nose I was meant to have, laments Adriano, a 32-year-old Latin American man who lives in L.A. Or rather, it looks like the nose he originally had. You see, this is not Adriano's second nose. It's his third. I had my second nose job to correct the first one, which removed my hump. The procedure Adriano underwent, reverse rhinoplasty, reinstated the bump he had removed 14 years prior, an attempt to realign himself with his ethnicity. I didn't like how I was being portrayed to the world. My first nose job left me with a pinched button nose, which just didn't go with the rest of my features. Do you know what this reminds me of? What? Bella Hadid. Admitting that she got her nose job. And subsequently, by admitting that, saying, I wish I didn't fuck with my nose. I wish I kept my original nose, the nose of my people, is like paraphrasing essentially what she said. Gosh, that's so interesting. I find it extremely interesting. And I am very. What about her eyes? (laughs) Are thread lifts? I mean, thread lifts are temporary, right? I mean, I don't know. I I think. Yeah, no, they are. They are. You're right. I think that. You know, it's interesting, especially with how young people are getting plastic surgery these days. When we interviewed Dr. Diamond, he said that 16-year-olds are coming in and they're actually, like, of age. Like, that's when you could technically get a rhinoplasty. But I think that there is something to allowing yourself to 
grow and like learn to accept yourself yeah or just even I mean think about what you look like at 16 you look nothing like you didn't do now right like you definitely like your face changes and grows and how can you make such a big decision based on just that like you're you're essentially a child still I also understand too though like I'm just I'm coming from the perspective of the people that like went back to their original noses right so it's mm-hmm. like, if you got a nose job and you're happy with it, great. Like, I am pro-rhinoplasty. I love a good rhinoplasty. I, I'm i like the opposite. I'm like, is it too late for me? Can I still go get a nose job? No, same. I'm like, can I get a nose job? I think yeah. about this like daily. Okay? Same. So we're definitely not anti by no. any means. But I do think you are 16 maybe and you are getting bullied this is what Dr. Right. Diamond was saying. Like, yes. the bullying is so substantial that it's, like, ruining their quality of life. Absolutely. And that's why they're doing it. I get it. I totally get it. But I do think sometimes when you're a kid, you hop on something because it's a trend, not because it's something you actually want, and you don't know the difference. You don't know, like, is this something I'm doing for me or if I'm am I, am I doing it for somebody else? Yeah. And so now people are feeling like I look – like, the, the world is more – accepting of like diverse look you know there's not like one specific ideal of beauty anymore right totally and so I think like now that that has shifted people are like well I don't I I did this because I wanted to look more like the ideal of beauty but now I feel like I've lost my identity in the process that's so crazy what is your nose like after getting three surgeries (laughs) so I'm gonna tell y'all we need to do a rhinoplasty episode and I want to do it with Dr. Paul Nassif. Paul Nassif, uh, Dr. Nassif, he w- he's on Botched. He's one of the doctors on Botched. Mm-hmm. You all may also know him from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. He was married to Adrian Maloof early seasons. That man is one of the best rhinoplasty doctors in the entire world. One of my friends had three nose jobs. And the first one, I believe... It was just to, I think, maybe remove a bump, Mm -hmm. but it made the nose crooked. I can't remember. Honestly, it's been so long, so I'm trying to recall if any, if my friend is listening to this and understand, like, I'm not trying to botch your story. No pun intended. They removed the hump, but it made the nose crooked. Then they got a remedy surgery for that, like a revision, but it like effed up the tip of the nose. So I think it looked very fake. And maybe there was scar tissue as well. So they were like, we need to go and get a third surgery to fix this. And they flew to LA and they met with Dr. Nassif and were like, can you do something about this? And he was like, listen, three rhinoplasties is a lot, but I, I know I can do this. And for the record, her nose looks effing amazing. You cannot tell that she has had a rhinoplasty at all. And he is just notorious for doing these revisions on people. Like, it's like why they selected him as one of the doctors on Botched. Because he knows how to restore facial symmetry, body symmetry. He knows what he is doing. He is a very, very accomplished person in in that category. So all I'm saying is if if I was ever going to get a little thinning of the nose, I I will be going to see Dr. Nassif. One of my other friends, I I have so many friends that have gotten rhinoplasties, y'all. Like Pretty much everyone in LA except for Kirby and me has altered their nose. But I forget that they've had these rhinoplasties. Literally every famous person. Every famous person. I I shit you not, y'all. Every single famous person. Every single, like, you can tell me 
oh no, that's their, no. I know from a lighting perspective that your nose would look wider with this lighting. You got a thinning rhinoplasty so that, and I don't blame anybody for, I don't blame. Because when you're taking, getting photos taken from every angle, you're like, I just don't want to have to worry about makeup to contour this, this, and this. I would rather just get a rhinoplasty. And listen, I'm on the same, (laughs) I'm on the same boat. <laughs> Can somebody please get me? Same. I feel like you know. I've had. I've do not with, touch I've your sat, nose. I've sat I with my will. nose for. It's like the opposite, where it's like when you're young, you haven't like had your nose for that long, so you need to like grow into it. I'm like, I'm 35. I've lived. What with my would nose. you get done to your nose? What I'm would like, you are get you kidding done? Kidding me? Look at how there is like no boneage, Sarah. If you got a nose job, you would look like a crazy person. You I would don't look, think so. No, you would. You have a strong bridge. No, what are I you don't. talking about? I'm, oh my God. Yes, I am looking at no. your tur- I literally can see the bridge of your nose. No. I can see it. It's very defined. Well, you'd have to touch it too because it's You know not what there. else you need? You know what else you need? What? You need a psychological evaluation. <laughs> That's not fair that you can say that you need a nose job and I don't. I I'm do allowing need a nose you job. <laughs> I need the t- <laughs> I so you need psychological evaluation. I need a rhinoplasty. I'm gonna hit you. That's what I'm making a shirt that say this, and it points to the other one. Needs psych help. Needs a rhino immediately. Uh, what if what if you need both? A lot of people need both. That's um, what I'm saying. We all need both. Get out of here. This is interesting. I just saw this is from Days Beauty, but they pulled out this quote. It just says. Um, I just want to have the nose I had before back. It reminds me of my grandmother. See, it's like. Uh, yes. yes. No, that is the thing it, that I think about so much is like people who have altered their face so much. And again, to each their own, like whatever you want to do. Again, Kirby and I are pro, pro. whatever choice yep. you make. But then when you have kids mm. and your kids do not look anything like you. They look like what you used to look like. It's It can be a little bit of a mind fuck. And also trying to explain to your child, like, okay, let's say I do get this nose job. Zoe, because I have fixated on my nose all my life, she has my nose. That's just what happens when you fixate on something and then your child is bored and like, yep, she got my nose. Like Matt hates his forehead or doesn't hate his forehead, but like, you know, it's like one of the things that he think, like talks about. Zoe's got his forehead. It's just like what happens. It's just what happens. Uh, So if you're going to have a kid, try not to think about it because it's going to happen. Anyways, like Zoe would be like, whose nose do I have? Like, you know, like, and it's cute when we like take photos together. It's like, oh, she totally has my nose. Oh, she has Matt's forehead. You know what I mean? And you just don't want to like with your kids, right? Like you want them to believe that they're you know perfect and like like what yeah because like what, what are you saying so when they're like yeah what did, why did you get a nose job and you're like i didn't like my nose and then it's like well i have your nose <laughs> i know it's, it's, hard. it's, it's hard. hard it's hard it's hard it's hard because you also want to like honor what you've been like yes if you're if you're getting to the point where you're like i've wanted this nose job for like however long and i feel like it'll improve my life and I, i've i want it and i can afford it 
then I'm all about that. Like live your life. I'm not here to police anybody's bodily autonomy. Like you do you right. in every single level. Right. As long as you're not hurting yourself. I don't know. It also, it's just, it's just, it's a nuanced, complicated nuanced. conversation. Yeah. I'm yes. not, I'm not yeah. a hard, like absolutely not. And I'm not a hard, absolutely. Yes. It's, it's, there's a nuance right. to it, which is. We're, we're the shirt. We we're are the, the shirt. shirt where yeah. it's like. Yeah. Different yeah. directions. We don't know. <laughs> But no, I would love to have him on and hear his thoughts, especially about this trend of rising reversals. So fascinating. Dr. Nassif, I am reaching out to this man and hopefully getting a hefty discount on. (laughs) Can we get a two two for one? (laughs) We both go in. Our new show is us just getting plastic surgery with Dr. Nassif. We're like, today's episode is the rhinoplasty. Next week, we're getting a plethroplasty. Perfect. Let's do it. Okay, Kirby, have you heard of this theory on TikTok called the white dot makeup trick? Yes, I have. And I, I, I thought very seriously about trying it for myself. Oh my gosh. Well, I, I hope that you do. I kind of want to like give it a whirl just to see. So for those of you who have not seen it, it's trending. It was trending on TikTok. And it is this theory that if you place four white dots around your eye in a diamond configuration, you are essentially psychologically manipulating the person looking you in in the eye. Like it just draws the attention to your eyes and makes people maybe, well, one, pay more attention to you, but like fall in love with you, make you a more likable person. This person uh, that went viral on TikTok for trying this trend out found that their restaurant tips were higher than ever before. Yeah, I know. It's very interesting. And it's perhaps because of that, like, you know, eye contact that you make where maybe you feel like you're connected to the person more or they're like more of a real person. Um, So Amanda Mitchell uh, on the Refinery29 Beauty team tried this out. And I absolutely loved her story. If you guys have a moment to read it. And the headline was Wolf Ward Dots of White Eyeliner Make Someone Fall in Love With Me. Um, And what I thought was interesting was that she interviewed an art therapist, um, Lindsay Weaver. She is a color expert and an art therapist. And she was saying she had never heard of of this this trend before. Um, And she said that it could attract narcissists because it's like (laughs) drawing, like, because your eyes are like almost like a mirror and it's like drawing like them themselves eyes yes so they can like see themselves which is like so crazy um but she okay and then she said like being a color you know theory uh therapist she's like i've never used white to manifest it's not usually a color that would energetically work um but she thinks that it works because um she said, because they're close to the eye and white functions as a clearer, it separates your real emotion and it deflects and reflects everything as well as emphasizing. You see white light when it light hits something and reflects all colors. Your eyes are the doorway to your soul and your energy and everything. When you combine those two, you're reflecting your soul outwards. So if black is like the absorption of all color, white is like the reflection of color. So that's why it's like you're attracting a narcissist perhaps. Wow. This is so interesting to me because color theory is really popular on TikTok in general. Yeah. Like outfits and... Yeah. And there's a woman who will essentially... She went viral because she tells you like what kind of color palette you are. Like, 
oh, you're a mm-hmm. cool spring or like a warm summer. And there's all these options. And she says that it's impossible to do based on like an app. Like you have to like talk to like a color yes. theorist to figure you it need, out. Like they need to like also read your energy, right? And they need person. to yeah, and, lo- and look at your like baby pictures and oh, stuff wow. like that. Because it'll tell like she straight up, she straight up will tell you like, okay, this is the hair color you should have these are the colors you should be wearing like avoid these other colors because they're not doing anything for your face and she'll do these videos where she shows off the work she's done in the past and you're like holy shit this is crazy like i want to do this and then people created a uh filter for tiktok where it like puts your head in the middle of all of the different types of colorways and people are like tell me what color i you know colorway i am and i tried it i got Every single different answer. Like, there oh. was no common. Yeah. It was yeah. like, oh, I think, like, br- like you know, warm summer is your jam. Or, oh, no, what? Like, cool spring. It's just like, this is insane. So I really want to talk to someone like this and be like, like, I wonder if when I had blonde hair, if they would have been like, okay, you need to go to, like, a cool ashy brown you need to go back to your original color you need to avoid colors that are like tan and taupe that you wear and like instead focus on like bright colors to like illuminate your eyes it's like totally it's so fascinating to me so this is very much in line with that like yeah not only it's like it's like euphoria makeup meets exactly. color theory which is looks, why it trends exactly it looks cute it's super yes. wearable but yeah. it's also yeah it has this psychological thing to it um so maybe for my next business meeting i'll try it out and be like will you make it like super subtle uh i challenge the glams to try it out and see what sort of um engagement you get amanda said that no one she didn't no one fell in love with her or at least no one confessed to her she did get a free drink at the bar which is Great. great um and i just feel like it's also like a conversation starter Yes. People are more likely to just come up to you and be like, oh my gosh, I love your makeup. Why did you do that? Or whatever. So I love it. I love it. Maybe we'll have the uh, color therapist on. Okay, guys. So we have our anniversary coming up. It's this Friday, but spoiler alert, we're not having the anniversary episode this Friday. There was too much going on. We didn't prepare long enough in advance. So it's going to be happening next Friday. We would love to have y'all be a part of this episode. So keep a lookout on Instagram and the Facebook group because we're going to be needing your input. And we may or may not. I can't decide if this is something we should do. And I don't know if y'all care. But we may like have a live audience where y'all, y'all like sit in on the, the recording. Yeah, like are you... Are you free on Friday? Yeah. Like, is that like a good time for everyone? Yeah. If y'all wanted to like sit in and see how these go in real time, we may just share a link with our Glamgelinos so y'all can sit in and watch and maybe even participate. I don't know. We can figure that out. But just want to give you a heads up. We have a great guest on Friday. We're talking all about adult acne. So if that's something you're dealing with, share with a friend. Um, let them know. They subscribe to the pod and we'll talk to you then. Thank you everyone for listening this week. We will be back on Friday with another great guest interview. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Spotify so you don't miss any breaking beauty news or product reviews. And if you want to support us, be sure to follow us at Gloss Angeles Pod on all platforms and join our Facebook group. Plus, find every product we recommend on our website, glossangelespod.com, as well as links to the stories and news we report each week. 
You can follow us, your hosts. I'm Sarah Tan, that's S-A-R-A-T-A-N, on all social platforms. And I'm Kirby Johnson, K-I-R-B-I-E, on all social platforms. Los Angeles was created by us, Kirby Johnson and Sarah Tan. It's part of the ACAST network and licensed by Vice Media Group. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.